Welcome back, listeners. I'm Brett Wright, your narrator for Derailed. Thank you for tuning in to the much-awaited final episode. Once again, I have a few important notes before we end our story. Derailed is a fiction mystery series which has run for a limited number of episodes. Content warnings for all of the episodes have been included at the bottom of the show notes. Some of these can contain spoilers, but as Derailed explores dark themes, I recommend checking them out beforehand. The show's founders, Mateo Bradford Vasquez, John Stokinger, and Neely Kong, would like to thank you once again for supporting this podcast until the very end and hope you've had an unforgettable listening experience. In episode 12, Detective Johnson finally finds the evidence he's been looking for. Jace Nolan's fingerprints have been found all over the box of room deodorizers at Masari Cabin Rentals, which includes the camp that was used as a weapon in the fire. Johnson tells Officer Ramos that they're ready to make an arrest. Meanwhile, Jace makes a shocking discovery while sneaking through the Hadid's family rental in Aruba. A box of Lena Hadid's old keepsakes reveals a project book from her childhood where she fondly wrote about a Scandinavian goddess named, wait for it, Astrid. The writer begins to piece the clues together and is further disturbed after realizing that Astrid's rental in Miami is also with Cassiola, the Hadid family's go-to vacation rental brand. Yeah, I know, pretty twisted. The episode ends with Officer Ramos figuring out what actually happened to Lena Hadid but he doesn't get the chance to share it with Detective Johnson. Also, Jace Nolan heads back to Ben and makes a desperate phone call to Sophie, telling her that he too knows the truth about Lena. It's a twisty, turny mess, listeners, but this is where we finally get to hear all the answers we've been waiting for. So, without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy the final episode of Derailed. beast. The witch puts a wicked curse on the prince because he doesn't show compassion. He turns into a big hairy monster with fat paws and sharp teeth. His servants turn into household objects and his castle turns into a gloomy dungeon. I think the difference between a curse and a lesson is that a curse teaches you things through pain. That's what the witch did. She turned the prince's life into a misery. But actually, if you think about it, It worked, because at the end of the story, he falls in love with Belle, and he doesn't stay a beast forever. Still, the pain worked. Curses work. I'd say they work better than lessons, no matter what Miss Card teaches us at school. Because when you're nice to people and speak softly to them, like I do with Mummy, they forget about you. Mummy forgets to put my sports kit in the wash on Tuesday nights, so I have to wear my grubby one to to school on Wednesday. Then needs to tell the whole class that I have B.O. Mummy forgets that I'm in the next room when her boyfriend's come to visit. One of them offered me a cigarette last week, and I said no thank you. Smoking is bad for your health. Being forgotten about isn't a very nice feeling. I like what the witch did in Beauty and the Beast. She made sure that the prince would never forget her. I like that. We have a few photos of Aaliyah in the living room, but nobody really looks at them. Mummy gets too emotional, Papa is too busy, and, and Omar, Omar is never, never at home. home. Aaliyah Mice as well have been a Disney, Disney character, 
The animator just stopped, stopped drawing her one day and it's like she never existed. Imagine if people lived forever. I know it's technically impossible, but when you've been ignored and forgotten about your entire life, immortality feels like the only reasonable form of compensation. Surely, I am not gods. I am not a prophet. At best, I'm a patient who became a doctor through gritted teeth. And over the years, throughout the course of my entire life, in fact, I've seen people get swallowed by the mouth of death. But this will never be me. I will never die. Or at least, my soul, my story, and my spirit will not. The concept of immortality is lost on the simple-minded. And simple-minded, I am also not. Nor weak, nor mute, nor invisible. And surely, it's about time that I proved this. I owe it to the little girl who used to sway back and forth on the garden swing by herself every day. To the one who would fall off on occasion and end up with a scrape on her knee. And have nobody, not even a shadow of another human being, to make it better. Late October 2023, Juicy Lucy's Donuts, Star River. Juicy, Juicy Lucy, I need your help. I'm looking for a woman. Looks like she's in her late 50s, uh, short silver hair, uh, blue eyes, medium height. Her name's- Oh, sweet Jesus. It's you, Chase Nolan. Oh, honey pie, that handsome detective, you know, the one with the broad shoulders and the cute little chin dimple, he's been looking for you. He was here just a few days ago, in fact. Didn't even have time to try my new stuffed donuts. Wait, are you okay? You look paler than usual, but I know just the thing for it. You just sit your tiny hiney down and I'll make you my special double cream coffee with extra sugar. The double cream is the secret ingredient, you know. No, no, I don't have time for this. Lucy, please, this is an emergency. I'm looking for a lady named Astrid. Astrid? And that's an unusual name. Are you sure you got that right? I know all the folk in Star River by first and last name, and I've never heard of an Astrid. Are you sure? She has a British accent Oh, in. the British accent. Well, you, you should have lied with that. I never forget an accent, you know, especially a British one. They do speak funny, don't they? And they take so long to spit out their words. They're like on slow-mo. You know, I'm not one to gossip, but my best friend had a scandalous affair with her British fitness instructor a few years ago. <laughs> I guess when she said she needed to work out, he had uh, something else in mind, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Lucy, please. So, so the lady with the British accent, do you remember her? When did you see her last? I see a lot of people walking in and out of these stores, handsome. I can't tell you exactly when I saw her last, maybe a few weeks ago. The same day you left your notebook in here, actually. Wait, did she see my notebook? Did she touch it? Did she put anything in it? Okay, I've not had enough caffeine this morning to deal with all these questions just yet. Oh, honey bun, you're shaking like a leaf. Uh, wait there and let me get the police for you. They were looking for you anyway. Let me just serve these lattes to table two. No, and... no, 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 no police. Just tell me where the hell you think Astrid might be. I don't like your tone, mister. Do you speak to all women folk you meet this way? Just forget it. I'll find her myself. What an unusual little man and rude too. I tell you, this is what happens when they become celebrities and think they're better than everybody else. 
He, he was behaving awfully suspiciously, though. Maybe I should give that handsome detective a call and, and let him know. Joyce, could you keep an eye on the counter while I make a phone call, sweetie? And sh shut the window. It's a tip bit nibbly in here. My nibbles are like bullets. It's getting cold in here. Half an hour later, near the Sleeping Bird Bakery in Star River. This can't be happening. It's going to be a reasonable explanation for all this. Shit, I'm losing my mind. I'll just call Detective Johnson and, and tell him what I found out. What, what I think I found out. Yeah. Do you really want to do that? Astrid, I didn't see you. I've been looking for you all day. I know. Except I've been running around, frantically asking people if they've seen a person in Astrid. Astrid, a good, kind therapist, and the woman I'm deeply in love with. I knew that once I'd seen you, everything would make sense. You explained things to me like you always do and helped me understand that I've got it all wrong. So tell me, Astrid, please tell me. What do you want me to tell you, Jace? That you're Astrid. That what I found in Lena's school books about a Scandinavian goddess with the same name as you was just a coincidence. That it doesn't mean anything you've been staying at a Cassiola rental in Miami, even though Cassiola is the Hadid's favorite vacation rental company. That when you're telling me about a Velocicoaster in Orlando a couple weeks ago, it was because you did your research before and, and not because you love coasters like... Like... Like who? Like Lena. <laughs> oh boy, here come the waterworks. I'm sorry, Jace, I'd get you a tissue, but I'm afraid I'm all out, thanks to those insufferable, insufferable sessions with you. Why are you being like this? What's going on? Just tell me who you are. Tell me I'm not going crazy. Oh, you're definitely going crazy. And I think I'd like to take some credit for that. I'll tell you everything you want to know, but first things first. You need to put that phone away. Better yet, just, uh, just give it to me. No! Not until you tell me what the fuck is going on! Okay, now you're being problematic. Hello, me! Tell me, otherwise I'll call the cops. I'll call them right fucking now! <laughs> oh, please. Be my guest. You'll only be getting yourself a one-way ticket to a cold prison cell. And trust me, a princess like you wouldn't even last a minute in that place. Have you seen social media today? There's a hot search in Star River for the monster who murdered an innocent doctor by the name of Lena Hadid, who, by the way, the entire country believes to be you. <laughs> You're welcome. What do you know? Who are you? What happened to Lena? Really, Jace? I thought you were supposed to be good at connecting the dots just like the storytellers do. Mind you, you have been a pathetic excuse of variety for the last eight months. Disappointing, really. I thought Lena Hadid's case would have inspired the creative in you. Of course, that's why I kept encouraging you to write about her. Just tell me! Hmm, and how would you like me to tell you? As Astrid, the therapist... While I pour you a cup of tea? Or maybe as Beatrix? I can get you some fresh towels, Mr. Nolan. 
because I'm such a big fan of yours. Oh my god. Fuck. The lowly standards I had to stoop to to, to make this plan work. Do you know how mind-numbingly irritating it is to emulate an American accent? I could feel my IQ dropping by the second. So, so, you pose as Beatrix. You pose as Astrid. Who are you really? Give me the phone. Right. Thank you. Now, allow me to introduce myself at last. Hello, Jace Nolan. Good to meet you. I'm Lena Hadid. Meanwhile, at Bend Police Station. That was Lucy Turner from Juicy Lucy's Donuts. Jace Nolan is in Star River. Okay. Do we know where in Star River? He was at the cafe not that long ago. Apparently, he's frantically running around looking for Astrid. If we move now, we can catch him. Let Clint and the boys know ASAP. Star River's hardly a large town. We'll barricade it from all sides if we need to. He's not getting away this time. Ramos, don't just stand there like a wet towel. Let's go. Right. Sorry. Yeah, I'll let Clint know. Hey, this is it, Ramos. This is a big moment. Probably the biggest in your career so far. And you'll never forget it. Let me tell you, that moment when you look a predator dead in his eyes, knowing that you finally got them, there's no other feeling like it in the world. The eyes, yeah. I know. Now come on, let's go get that bastard and get you that promotion. You did it, Ramos. <laughs> you actually did it. What's going on? Why aren't you moving? D, I... What? What is it? I can't do this, man. Well, what do you mean you can't do this? You can't do what? I can't go through with this arrest. It does it, it feels... It just feels wrong. What in the hell are you talking about? Come on. We're ready to go. We'll discuss this later. Nah, you're not listening. I can't go, D. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. What's going on? What have you done? I haven't done anything. Then what's going on? That's just it. I haven't done anything. I've been running around like a fucking idiot chasing a fucking title. But where it really mattered... Where it really mattered, D? I haven't done shit. Not an absolute fucking thing that counts. I can't believe I'm hearing this right now. Now, at this time, we've been at this investigation for months. You said it was important to you. You said you wouldn't let me down again. You gave me your word. I'm trying to do the right thing. The right thing? The right thing? You're throwing away months Months of blood, sweat, and tears. Sacrifices you made. We both made in our personal lives so we can bring an innocent young woman to justice. What is this really about? Have you been speaking to Emily Hadid? Oh, fuck. Stop. Please. You're so far away from the truth right now, it's embarrassing. Ramos, we need to go. We need to go now. Why are you doing this? You're inches away from your promotion. Your dream. I'm sorry, D. I am. You've been my one true ally since I joined the force. Shit. 
Even when I fucked things up and acted like a complete dickhead, you always had my back. And I appreciate you, man. I really do. But right now, right now, I just need to take a step back. I know it doesn't make any sense, and I know how it makes me look. But I made my mommy a promise before she died. And that was to never, ever trade my principles for the badge on my chest. And I'm going to take that promise to my grave, man. I don't understand. How does any of this defy your principles? You've done a good thing, Ramos. You've caught a murderer. Well, that's just it, D. I don't believe I have. Come on, let's go. It's been an honor to serve under you, D. To serve under the detective, Teddy Johnson. I, I don't know what to say. I have to go and get Jace Nolan. I know. Go do what you gotta do. Go make Catherine proud. Well, what the fuck do you mean that you're Lena Hadid? It's pretty self-explanatory. But Lena is dead. She was murdered and set a fire on July 17th. Clearly not. But, but you don't look anything like her. Hmm, incredible. What a haircut and blue contact lenses can do. <laughs> of course, I'm a lot more meticulous than that. A few months of extreme exposure to UV rays to help age the skin. Waking up to drink neat whiskey in the middle of the night inflames the old vocal cords, you know. I sound older, don't I? Yes, I was quite impressed with that. What the fuck is happening? bit of veneer work, rhinoplasty. I come from a family of doctors, remember? I mean, it hasn't been difficult to pull a few strings while manipulating the system. It's about time my family was of some use to me anyway. They've done fuck all else over the years. But, but why? Why would you do all this? What are you getting exactly by faking your own death? I can't even believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. Take this bottle of water. Small sips will stop you from throwing up. Fuck. Fuck. This isn't happening. You're asking. No, no, you're Lena. Fucking hell. Just sip the water. It actually works. I used to do it with Aaliyah all the time. Here, stop being dramatic. I don't want you to start attracting attention. I knew it. I, I knew I was drawn to Lena for a deeper reason. It's because she's you. She's you and, and you're her. And that's why I fell in love with you both. <laughs> I fell in love with you. And you knew. Why? Why did you do this to me? Get <laughs> yourself together, Jace. Not everything's about you. <laughs> why? Why, Lena, why? For retribution. Retribution for what? Did you know that as little as 13 minutes after death, the skin begins to develop patches, dark, purplish pools of terror on the face, under the eyes? Not overwhelmingly so, but enough for you to realise that the person you love no longer looks like the person you love. Have you ever touched 
a dead body before. The sensation, it catches you off guard, like a sudden gust of cold wind on an empty street. Scary. Sickening. I was a child. Nobody warned me. Nobody told me. <laughs> Nobody checked on me. Why would they, right? What? So, so this is some fucked up act of revenge, teaching your parents a lesson? <laughs> parents. Parents. Don't be so insulting. They're just two people who had a biological responsibility towards me and failed miserably to fulfill it. A father who shifted me from place to place like I was some kind of a fucking Amazon parcel, and a mother who was too busy opening her legs to any man who gave her the slightest bit of attention. <laughs> It'd be laughable if it wasn't so fucking devastating. But, but, Pastor Le Lena, why do all this? Why fake your own death and waste the police's time and energy when there's tons of real... Oh, fuck, how do you even qualify as a therapist without getting caught? You've been working as one, getting fucking paid as one for how long? How many other people have you been fooling? Oh, just you. I had my eye on you from the very beginning. I needed, supposedly, the greatest writer alive to write my story, after all. How else would I finally get the world to acknowledge my existence? What? Oh, come on, Jace. All my suffering? It can't be for nothing. I refuse to be a victim like Leah and let death win. No. No, I decided from the moment I found her cold body in bed that that would never be me. Years, years were spent doting on her, looking after her, praying for her. And for what? For what? Fuck all, that's what. After she died, her parents, they didn't honour her life. They mourned and grieved like pathetic little schoolgirls and made it all about them. Her soul, her spirit... That was forgotten the second her body gave up on her. Well, that'll never be me. So, wait, is, is this your way of living forever? Getting your story written? That's why you're targeting me? Good. Now you're catching on. Stories live forever. You understand that, don't you? You said it yourself during our... First therapy session, remember? How did you know that I'd be at Mazari Cabin Rentals? Well, you're hardly a mystery. You post every waking second of your damn life on Instagram. Plus, I replied to your question on your Insta story and recommended it especially. You were the Anon account that sent me that message on Instagram? Yep. But how? How, how could you be so sure that I'd wind up contacting you for therapy? Of all the other therapists in the state. How would you even know that I was considering therapy? Oh, I do my research, Jace. I've been following you for years. It was obvious to me that you were beginning to go off the rails. I see dark minds with dark thoughts. I sense them. 
I planted the seed by leaving that little leaflet in your notebook at Juicy Lucy Donuts. Fuck me, she talks for England. Funny, I actually designed that leaflet myself on, on Canva or something. All the other numbers on there, they were fake. But uh, I knew you wouldn't call them. I knew you'd pick mine. Astrid. Because you're Jay Nolan, aren't you? You like interesting names. I loved reading about Goddess Astrid when I was a little girl. <laughs> I guess that project book blew my cover. And the fact that you rented your property in Miami with Cassiola? The Hadids? The Hadids go-to brand. Yes. Nice detective work. So, so the fire, that tragedy, was, that was all you? Well, I needed to ensure my body was unrecognizable. A fire's the best way to do that. So you took the fucking room deodorizer? As Beatrix, yes. Named her after my favorite childhood author, Beatrix Potter. See, you have to admit, I was leaving you clues along the way. And that was your plan all along to set me up? I mean, if you wanted to set me up for the crime, then why post this Beatrix and encourage me to leave Mazzari at the time of the fire? You gave me a potential alibi. I needed your fingerprints. That's why you signed my book. But you didn't look. Oh, shit. That's why you wore a face mask and gloves. It told me it was because you're a stickler for staying safe. Fuck. You had it all planned out. Well, it'd be a bit stupid if I didn't have a plan. The fire. You could have killed someone. There could have been children in that wooded area. Wait. Wait a second. What about the missing bodies? The bodies that went missing from the Grays of Star River? Was that you too? I needed a body for the police to find to confirm my death. Of course, I had to contaminate it with my DNA. So you dragged two fucking bodies out of their graves? I was making the most of my resources. Took two, just in case. Burnt them both. You're a sick freak. Give me my phone. I'm calling the cops right now. Calm the fuck down. And the cops are already on their way. They're looking for you. Why? Why, why are you fucking doing this to me? I love you. I wanted to build a life with you. Yes, and look, I admit, I didn't foresee that you'd end up falling in love with Astrid. Mind you, it makes sense when you think about it now, given how starved you are of any kind of companionship and emotional connection. <laughs> That's why you told me to write about Lena. It wasn't for my therapy. It was for you. It was all for you. You knew I tracked down Amar in Orlando. And the family rental in a room and he works in the entire thing. Like I'm some sort of fucking puppet. Yes. Isn't it ironic, Chase? You thought this was your show. Yet, I've been writing this story all along. <laughs> I trusted you. While that was your second mistake. Your first was to announce in your hotshot interviews last year that you were ready to write your next story. But it had to be deep, meaningful. You made your talent irresistible to me, Jace. You know I've always had a soft spot for writers. Lena, writing your story, it, it doesn't, it, it doesn't erase all the trauma that you've been through. It, it, it doesn't make all the hurt disappear. Trust me, I know it won't 
fix a thing. I don't need your advice, Jace. Just your writing. And you've screwed that up too with this pathetic writer's block of yours. God, you're so weak. Maybe, maybe if we go to the cops and explain that your mental health... We're not going to the cops. You are. You're acting like a fucking psycho. <laughs> That's rich coming from you. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Oh, nothing. Nothing. How's Sophie? What? What does she have to do with anything? We need to settle this, Jace. You can't write my story. You're of no use to me anymore. What are you talking about? I need to dispose of you. Just, just give me my fucking phone. Lena, Lena, come on. Now's the time, please. I'll back you up. I'll tell them that you're struggling. You'll get off on insanity defense. Here's your phone back. Jace Nolan. Detective, I... Shit. Get him. Freeze! Police! Jace Nolan, I'm arresting you on suspicion of the murder of Lena Hadid and the arson attack at Mazari Cabin Rentals. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided for you. Do you understand? No, 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 no. You've got the wrong person. You've got the wrong person. It's her. It's her. She's Lena Hadid. Get her. Oh, Jace. I hate to see you like this. Detective, please be gentle with him. I need you to stay out of the way, please, ma'am. Come on. Help me get him in the car. No, no, get off me. I can prove it. I can prove it. Call somebody. She knows everything. She knows everything from the beginning. She'll back me up. Mr. Nolan, you're going to have to calm down. Otherwise, we'll have no choice but to be forceful. Why aren't you listening to me? Call Sophie right now. Hey, <laughs> hey, Please. relax. Listen to me. There are no records of calls, text messages, or anything from a person named Sophie on your phone. There never have been. She doesn't exist. So calm down and save your breath. What? No, 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 no. No, there can't be. I talk to Sophie every day. Get off me, Sophie. Sophie. Back up. He's getting hysterical. Let's go. Six weeks later, a coffee shop somewhere far from Star River. Is this seat taken? Is she going to take it anyway? <laughs> That's true, but, you know, it's polite to ask. Right. As long as you have your manners. What's this? Green juice? Hmm. Have you been on a health kick since leaving the force? Yeah. Okay. Making a few changes. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so cliche. Next you'll be telling me that you're on the path to finding yourself. I have to say, I expected you to be more original. Did you follow me here? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't do stalking. That's not my thing. How do you sleep at night? Who said nights were for sleep? How do you even look at yourself in the mirror? I think the entire world is a mirror. My mommy would have had a name for you, you know. The devil. El Diablo. Mm, it's a matter of perspective. I'm a person who's sitting before you now after supposedly dying. Some may call me an angel. 
you actually think you're going to get to carry on with your life and get away with all this, don't you? Trust me, karma's a bitch. And you'll get yours. Oh, and are you going to make sure of that? <laughs> you're not even a cop anymore. No, no, I'm not. Because when I found out that the department was going to commit the biggest injustice that I think I've ever seen, I couldn't take part. I'm not with that shit. Because unlike you, I have principles. And I'm not a fucking fake. Hmm. All sounds very noble when you put it like that. But let's face it. You could have told Detective Johnson if you really wanted to. Why didn't you? I'm not sharing anything with you. Is it my mother? Are you protecting her? Please leave. Oh my god. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Even after all these years, she still gets the limelight. The stupid, desperate, poor... Don't talk about her like that. Wow. <laughs> She's managed to wrap you around her fingers too. She's not a bad person. You know nothing. She's not. I see it in her eyes. There's still love and kindness in them, and also loneliness and sadness. A, a deep, deep sadness. I see the same in your eyes, too. I mean, it's cloaked by this cold, dark energy that you insist on holding on to, but it's still there. The sadness is still there. My mommy used to say that children always have their mother's eyes. Never really saw it until I got older. The day before Jace Nolan got arrested, I was scrolling through your online blog, Soul Confessions. One of the entries featured a black and white picture, a picture of you that I'd never seen. You as Lena Hadid. Immediately, I was drawn to your eyes. Deep pools of darkness, kind of lost, kind of terrifying. But they had your mother's spirit. And that's when it occurred to me why you, as Astrid, always seem so familiar. From the moment I first saw you, I recognized you. Yeah, at that coffee shop in Bend with Detective Johnson. I remember. I knew. And you lied through your teeth. You sat there. You looked us dead in the eyes and let us believe that we were right to charge an innocent man with murder. I'll never work for that department again. I wouldn't be able to live with myself, man. Try living with what I've endured. With my memories. My mental scars. <laughs> you know, you speak of justice and all that crap that sounds nice and flowery. And books and films. But what I've done... What I've done has been in the name of real justice. Is that what you think it is? Yes. Yes, I do. And whether you agree with it or not, there's nothing you can do about it. You lost what little chance you had of beating me when you weaseled your way out of being an officer. See, that's the difference between you and I, Lena. I have no interest in beating you. This isn't a competition between us as you see it. All I'm going to do is put a grave, deeply fucked up wrong to right. And I'm going to do it my way. The right way. And you won't even see me coming. 
Well, then I'll rise to the challenge. Salvador, show me your worst. Evil comes with a price, Lena. Remember that. Also remember that evil is why you have to constantly look over your shoulder. And you know, the next time you do, I hope it's my face you see, haunting you. And every time after that as well, because I want it to sink in that one day you will turn around and it really will be me live in the flesh to serve you the justice you so richly deserve. If you don't believe anything else I've said, you better believe that. I've been cradled by evil my entire life, rocked to sleep by it. That's why I've never rested. You do things your way, and I'll do things my way. Until we meet again. Well, there we have it. What a crazy ride this has been, huh, folks? See what happens when things go off the rails? Derailed is a no BS production on the Amplified Audio Network of Podcasts. Executive produced by Mateo Bradford Vasquez, John Stokinger, and Neely Khan. Produced and edited by Michael Shamali, and written and directed by Neely Khan. The team would like to thank every single sponsor who's made this podcast possible. Starring sponsor, Cassiola, her vacation home she'll love across Miami, Orlando, and Aruba, and Arrived Vacation Rentals, Links Smart Rental Automation, Mount, Boostly, Antebellum's Cabin Rentals, Seaside Vacation Rentals, Cozy, and Exploring. The team would also like to extend their biggest thank yous to every single voice actor who has stepped in during their busy schedules to help bring Derailed's characters to life. You'll find their names across all the episode show notes. And from myself, listeners, it's been an honor to guide you through this dark story and have you keep me company. I have to admit, it did get a bit spooky at times, so thank you. But for now, as Lena Hadid herself closed with, until we meet again.